How are y'all doing? Tristan Sutton here, and welcome back to the Revenue Clinic Podcast, where every week we bring you entrepreneurs and business owners who are excelling in their career and their business and bring you the strategies and success tips you need to take your business to the next level and overcome those obstacles and objectives that kind of hinder you and stop you from making money. So this week we have the one and only executive assistant, Queen Regina Baker. <laughs> Hey, Tristan. How you doing, Ken Folk? I'm doing fabulous. How are you? Doing good. Blessed. Thank you for being here. Oh, I'm excited about being here. I'm excited as well. I think Facebook is also. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I'm Regina Baker, like Tristan said, and I am a virtual executive assistant. And I've been doing this since, um, oh gosh, it's been a while. Uh, but I've been online since 1996. Uh -oh. So um, I've learned a lot about what it takes to be a virtual assistant and the things that are necessary for my clients. So uh -huh. that's basically who I am. So what got you into being an executive virtual assistant? One of the things that that got me started with it is because that's my background. Mm -hmm. My background is in IT, yeah. also administrative services. Okay. And so when I got online, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Mm. And so I basically started researching a lot okay. and I opened up my own e-commerce website with gotcha. a friend of mine. And and after we had a successful run with that, I decided I wanted to start consulting business owners hmm. that didn't know anything about the Internet. OK. Right. Okay. And because most of them needed help with administrative tasks. Right. That's how all of that fell together. Hmm, okay. Right. So, and so I like working behind the scenes. I you like, don't like the spotlight. <laughs> no, no spotlight. <laughs> I like working behind the scenes to make sure that my clients mm -hmm. are getting things done administratively mm -hmm. that they need done, okay. opposed to them working on that themselves. And they get to focus on revenue generating uh, activities. Yeah, activities for their businesses while. I'm in the background handling everything for them. Because what it's all about, making more money in your business. So yeah. um, she used a key phrase that I want you all to, to resonate with, revenue generating activities. Too many times we as business owners get busy doing everything. Mm -hmm. And what happens is, is we get so busy doing everything, we don't make anything. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> little things that don't generate money for your business, like um, sending out the mail, um, following up with people, things like that. You can delegate that. So I always hear my phrase, delegate to elevate. So that's you it. delegate to elevate. That's it. You like yeah, that one? Yeah. All right. So yeah. she, is that trademarked? Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> I might hire you to go ahead and uh, look that up for me and start <laughs> okay. that paperwork for me. But okay. so if you have questions about um, our, our, our illustrious guest, check her website out, AskRegineBaker.com. But you mentioned some admin activity. So most business owners are like, you know what? I really know I need some help. But I don't know where to begin. So where should they begin as far as delegating some activities off? Well, basically, they need to know what it is that they need help with. That's mm -hmm. that's first of all. And a lot of times they don't take the time just to really sit down and write down everything they think mm -hmm. that they can give over to their assistant to handle for them. Yeah, so what true. I suggest that most entrepreneurs do is to get in contact mm -hmm. with a virtual assistant and find out what services do they offer mm -hmm. that line up with their needs. Hmm. Okay. Right? Um, email. 
Yeah. Right. Email is not something that you really should be focusing on yourself. Your yeah, your assistant can basically <laughs> your assistant can basically handle those things for you. Now, what I suggest, Tristan, is that you basically have this conversation with your virtual assistant. Okay. And what it is, is it's a onboarding process that happens mm, okay. where you become acclimated to one another. Right. Okay. She gets to know you. You get to know her. She knows all of your likes, the things you don't like, uh, how you like to respond to your clients. Mm. All of these different things It's little bitty yeah. things that makes it a successful relationship. Right. And so as you become more relaxed with your virtual assistant handling all of those things, then you begin to give her even mm. more tasks okay. for her okay. to do, like calling your clients. Y'all do that? Handling your bills. Yes. Taking care of your bills, scheduling everything you need so on you, your you, calendar. You pay my bills with your money? Or no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but you have to be comfortable yeah. with uh, a virtual assistant to be able to give her that type of access. Yeah. And that's where the more executive Mm -hmm. role comes in. You look at the history of that person that you're working with, um, ask for some of the people that they've worked with before, mm -hmm. kind of get some background mm -hmm. information on them. And then you'll feel more comfortable with them handling like your finances and what have mm -hmm. you. Okay. Yeah. That's of course I want to talk about later is um, giving them that access. But real quick, <laughs> what I hear you saying is when someone, cause we're assuming most people don't have virtual assistant. Right. Um, uh, so when they get ready to find someone, start off by writing down everything they do. Yes. And yes. then with that virtual assistant, that candidate mm -hmm. or your new hire, go through and find out what they are capable of that you can pass off to them that they can handle. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Gotcha. So that's step one. Write down, even if you don't have one right now, write down everything it is you do in your business, mm -hmm. even if it's from turning the lights on at 9 a.m. to starting a coffee pot. Find out Absolutely. what it is that you do in your business, and that's how you can start finding out how you can delegate to elevate in your business. Yes. So let's talk about um, that giving away that access, because I know a lot of people are like, you know what? I don't want people having my passwords, mm -hmm. my my credit card numbers and things like that. Mm -hmm. How do you help put business owners at ease that, hey, allow, trust me and allow me to do this for you? Well, that's not always necessary, because mm. sometimes you can use like the software that is available. I love systems, right? Right. Systems and, so, and processes. Yes. <laughs> and so you can use different softwares like LastPass, LastPass for protecting your passwords. You can actually give access to your virtual assistant and she never sees that password. What? Yeah. So I don't know if y'all heard that. <laughs> Most people are like, I don't want to give someone access to my accounts, Facebook, social media, et cetera. Yes. You're saying there's a software out there that you can allow a third person yes. to access your accounts and they never see a password. Never see the password. Wow. Yes. So if y'all have been apprehensive, that's one way to overcome that obstacle. Yes. That's what we're all about here on the Revenue Clinic. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, um, where does someone begin? When What kind of business owner needs a virtual assistant? What level? I, well, there's no such thing as a level. Oh, there's levels in business. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would need a virtual assistant. Yeah. What I would say is a, a person that understands that they have the budget for that. Right. Mm -hmm. The first thing that that I think a business owner should look at is their budget. Hmm. Right. Long term budget. OK. Right. And say and commit to that. 
right? right? Commit to this is exactly what I want to budget for this. Hmm. These are the things that I'm going to need. That that way you have a virtual assistant for years to come, just like in corporate America. Hmm. Uh, The CEO has his secretary for years. Absolutely. Right. So you want to do the same thing with that. So this isn't just kind of some kind of seasonal thing. It's something they need to plan into their budget or their expense ratio and make sure that they have it for longevity. Yes. And I don't recommend jumping from VA to VA to VA to VA. I don't Mm. recommend doing that because then that makes your business kind of topsy-turvy. You've always got to train another person. What you want to do is form a relationship Mm. with the virtual assistant that you have. But yeah, you got to look at your budget and make sure that this is something that you really want to do and be committed to your decision to have a virtual assistant. Absolutely. Because it's an investment. But you yes. have to invest in your business because if you don't Absolutely. invest in your business, it won't flourish. Absolutely. So you have to put those key ingredients in there to make the, the roux right for the gumbo That's to be right that. on point. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, bless you, bless you, you bless you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about budget, but what most business owners um, aren't aware of is having a virtual assistant instead of having someone right on W-2 payroll can potentially be a savings to them because we get to cut out on, let's see, benefits. Yes. Holiday pay. Yes. Um, sick leave, um, equipment, things like that. So you want to talk about how having that person that can still help you, but maybe reduce some of the expenses instead of a full time employee? can. Uh-huh. Oh, absolutely. Because it, having a virtual assistant will also save you time. Mm-hmm. OK, so yeah. that's that's time saved. That's what it's all about. <laughs> yes. And at the same time, instead of having uh, an employee, per se, you don't have those other expenses such as insurance mm-hmm. right and and the sick leave and yeah. the vacation yeah. and well we do like bonuses too like everybody else but <laughs> yeah it does it it takes those type of expenses off of the mm-hmm. business owner gotcha right and and a virtual assistant can basically be anywhere yeah it doesn't have to be in the in, in the state where you live it's virtual <laughs> yes yeah she can be anywhere and so you don't have all of those expenses like someone would in corporate america Hmm. Okay. So if you're just tuning in, we're talking about the benefits of having a virtual assistant. So I talk to business owners about getting some kind of help all the time. Like Mm -hmm. I can't afford to have another employee. I can't afford the benefits, the taxes, et cetera, Mm -hmm. um, hiring, firing, but virtual assistants, like you said, can be anywhere in the world and you get to save that money from not having that W-2 taxes, payroll taxes, all of the above. So we all know Uncle Sam is always there waiting for your money. So well, you still have to give us 1099. You'll still give you 1099. Yes. But we don't have that payroll tax. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it all adds up. It all adds up. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about where does one start in their business? Okay. I, I know I need help. I got my list of things that I do every day. Mm-hmm. So where do I go now? What What I suggest is you can actually um, get in contact with someone like myself, mm-hmm. AskReginaBaker.com. Okay. Or you can uh, search for uh, virtual assistance mm-hmm. online. Yeah. I suggest talking to at least three mm-hmm. virtual assistants to make sure that that person has the experience yeah. and that you feel comfortable hmm. speaking to that person. Right. Right. Because sometimes so, there could be a language barrier. Well, it could be a language yeah. barrier. Yeah. But also communication. For me, mm-hmm. communication is key. Gotcha. And so it's how that person is speaking yeah. during that pre-interview process that you'll be able to determine whether or not this is the virtual assistant for you. So you really want to talk to three 
first. Start with three. Yes, start with three first. And then find out, like I said, their experiences. Mm -hmm. What can they do to help you? Okay. Communication. How are they communicating mm -hmm. with you? Because the way they communicate with yeah. you is how they're going to communicate with your business associates, gotcha. how they're going to communicate with you when it comes to email, gotcha. you know, things like that. So those yeah. are some key little things you want to do, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so what should the interview process look like? How do you, because I know how to interview people in real life. You know, mm -hmm. they come to my office, we do that. So mm -hmm. how do I interview a virtual assistant? What am I looking for? Well, the same thing, you know, it's the same thing as if you had your own, uh, if, if you were in corporate America and you were going for a job, mm -hmm. right? You're going to interview that virtual assistant the same way. Right. Right. You're going to ask her about her history. You're going to ask her to provide you with a portfolio, per se, because our resumes are not really uh, like a resume for corporate America, simply because we don't jump around a lot. Right. right? And right. so you basically want a uh, like a, it's almost like a one sheet hmm. of like a their one sheet. Yes. Gotcha. A, of their experiences and what have you. And you write down the questions. What are those things that you want to know about a virtual assistant? Like what, what is her favorite hobby? What does she like to do in her spare time? How much uh, does she like doing what she's doing? Why is she doing what she's doing? What is she experienced in? You know, what is her, uh, what is it? One of the questions, I haven't been in corporate America for so long, but <laughs> one of the questions they ask you, what is, what are, what are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Mm -hmm. Right? So those are some of the things that you may want to ask them um, as well as the history. Mm -hmm. Do they have history of working with other businesses gotcha. and can they give you a list of those businesses that you may want to connect with? in order to get feedback on their service. Gotcha, mm -hmm. gotcha. So let's talk about a phrase I always hear virtual assistants say. <laughs> virtual assistants help your business make more money. Tell me, I know conceptually, but give me some like some like three good examples of how you or someone of your, your colleagues have got into a business, helped a business owner out, and now their revenue has increased. Well, one of the things is that we take those tasks away mm -hmm. from you as the business owner, that you don't have to do those administrative tasks. It's basically saving you hours to focus on what we talked about earlier, mm -hmm. revenue generating activities, activities, right? And the other thing that, that we do, like what one of the things that I do is I collect income for some of my clients. If they're slow pays, then I'm basically the collector. So I'm bringing in money while they're somewhere speaking or taking care of business, I basically will make sure that their income is coming in. Really? So right? you're out there getting a the bag for them. Yes, absolutely. So I your love VA it. could secure the bag for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so uh, it's um, it's just basically saving you time, which mm. gives you more time to put into generating more income. Hmm. Yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. So if you just now tuning in, Having a virtual assistant can help you secure the bag in more ways than one. She can go out there and collect the money, break yes. kneecaps for you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Get those invoices paid. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about, I know we have a few speakers out there, aspiring speakers. And I know you have an uh, initiative. Is it the black, uh, what is it? The, what's your speaker? 
Oh, the Speaker Virtual mm. Assistant, Assistant Academy. Speaker Virtual <laughs> Assistant Academy. <laughs> yes. So tell us a little bit about that. The Speaker Virtual Assistant Academy came about uh, giving a shout out to Crystal Washington. Shout out to uh, Crystal Washington. Yeah, because she was my first speaker, oh. right? And professional speaker. And <laughs> there's um, a difference. Yeah, it is. Yeah. There's a huge difference. Uh, and so one of the things that, that uh, I've learned by working with Crystal uh, is the fact that there are several different things that they need, right? Mm -hmm. Like all the time, yeah. but at the same time, they have to have a system in place for everything to flow, right? Mm, right. You have to have your administrative processes in place as well. Right. And so because of all of these things that speakers require, mm -hmm. I love doing that because it's a systematic thing that I'm doing like all the time, gotcha. right? Helping them with their events so they can shine even more. Absolutely. And because there are professional um, speakers out there that are looking for executive virtual assistants that can help them in that same way, we talked about opening up speakers virtual assistant academy. And so basically what I'm going to teach them are all the systems and processes that I've learned to use mm -hmm. with my speakers. Yeah. And it, it's a step-by-step -step process. It's documents that are already made, streamlined uh, scripted, everything is wow. there for them. And so I love to teach. And so I get the opportunity to help virtual assistants who want to level up mm. in their businesses. Gotcha. Yes. So if you're looking to level up or get into being a virtual assistant, part-time, full-time, go to svaa.rocks. Um, that's going to take you to her free Facebook group. Yeah, Facebook group, because we're just starting this up. And so it's brand new. But yeah, you'll get uh, it. And it's free. Yeah. So it's a lot of inf information and training that we'll be doing in gotcha. there as well. Gotcha. Got to talk about how you're going to get revenue on the back end of that. <laughs> um, so um, that's for um, professional speakers that get paid. Yeah. Now, we got a question from the audience. Uh, let's see. Miss Kimberly Barnes, um, she was saying, do you not only work for speakers, but can you help out real estate brokers? Yes. Hmm. So how yes. can you help out a real estate, a real estate agent um, being their assistant, help them make more money? Well, for for real estate uh, agents, basically what we can do is handle their calendar. We can make appointments for them. Mm. Right. Uh, theirs is not so much as typing or, or writing letters or anything like that. Again, it depends on the real estate individual gotcha. and and their needs. So if you're needing somebody to create your calendar for you, you want people to call and make appointments, follow up to make people make sure that people are showing up where mm -hmm. you're supposed to meet them. Gotcha. I mean, whatever it Managing is, the schedule uh, and everything. Yeah. Listings. And, yeah. And one of the things uh, a, a lot of businesses, I don't know if real estate agencies, they don't do this, but actually following up mm. with their pr prospective. <laughs> so hold on. So you do, home you do home some home. of the sales work too. You'll follow up on leads. And things oh, like absolutely. That? Absolutely. Yes. I mean, we do everything. <laughs> so you can basically follow up with people. You can actually send thank you cards and that the virtual assistant is basically handling all of those things that you don't have time to do or that you should not be doing because that's what we do. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So that's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. I know I can put you on a sales team too. <laughs> oh yeah, it, and and that all depends on the virtual assistant. Again, mm -hmm. it's the background, right? What right. Their the skill the, set is exactly. Like it's all about the skill set. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So if y'all y'all need some help, contact Regina. We we'll put this website up there for you. 
Uh, black virtual assistants come uh, to me come to you to me gotcha that's (laughs) reginabaker.com so on average how many hours does a a va work for a business and i know it varies but just a a ballpark what are we looking at on hourly rate hourly per week hours per week Mm -hmm. for one for one individual for one individual um that could be anywhere from 10 to 20 hours 10 to 20 hours yes really you could take that much workload off someone yes Man, Absolutely. you know, I should be able to uh, work, you know, from the beach somewhere. <laughs> well, remember, we re- remember we work at home, right? Right. So we don't have any set hours, mm. right? We do want to get up, make sure that we're checking our clients' emails, making sure if we need to call or do things like that. But we can set our own hours, yeah. Yeah. right? Absolutely. So it can be, and I mean, it depends on the individual. Some people only want virtual assistance for five hours a week. Maybe that works for them, right? It just depends. Yeah, it yeah. looks like Mr. Mayor Norris says it looks like if you get a good virtual assistant on your team, it can set your business up for success. All the way up. All the way up. All the way up. Do you have some case studies? I know Crystal Washington is um, definitely one, but do you have some uh, case studies where you've gone in and that business might have been like struggling or just doing all right, but now all of a sudden it's taking off? Yeah. 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 Crystal Washington. And I can say their names because they don't mind. Crystal Washington, John Register, Anton Gunn, Karen McCullough, Jason (laughs) Harris. I mean, I have, you know, people that you can actually contact them Mm -hmm. and find out about my experience and things like that. So, yeah. Typically, when someone hires you or a virtual assistant, what are the top five things that they initially say, hey, take care of this for me? I don't want to see it again. What are those five things? Um, email. Okay, email. Scheduling. Y'all type that in, email. <laughs> email, <laughs> scheduling, mm-hmm. um, phone calls. Okay. Um, I would say for my speakers, I would say making sure that the system, uh, everything is answered in the system as far as follow-ups and things like that. Making sure that they're following up with things that they need following up with, Mm. right? Making sure that their invoices are submitted and paid. That's very important to a business. I mean, people really don't talk about this, Tristan, but it's really important to a business to make sure that that virtual assistant can make sure that everything that needs to happen for the flow of income is happening for that business. Hmm. That's how we get paid. Yeah. Right? right. So we make sure that invoices are submitted. We follow up and make sure that they're paid. So hmm. I would say it, it's a lot more to it, but email, email scheduling, scheduling, telephone calls, call. follow up, mm-hmm. invoicing, invoicing. That's the top five right there that can help alleviate some of your stress, burden, and time. Yes. Um, and make you more money. So, yes. wow. That's really yeah. impressive. Someone yes. type that in for us in the comments below. So, we heard about all the good things the VA could do for us. What should we be looking t- to avoid? You know what I'm saying? Like, what should we say? You know what? That's a red flag. Maybe I need to either let one go or maybe not hire this individual. What would you recommend? I, you know, I really don't know because I've never had that happen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, amen. <laughs> well, again, I want I want to go back to what we talked about mm-hmm. earlier. That's why you want to look at three people, mm. right? That's why you want to interview three people. You could even have a VA do that for you. Hmm. 
right? Look Wait, at three people. A no, yeah, a wow. VA can do the interviewing for you. You, you just <laughs> you basically want to write down your questions. What what's important to you? What is your biggest fear in having a virtual assistant? Mm. What is that biggest fear? Okay, right? And and asking those questions again, having. Um, the the resources there that you can look up and and follow up on that person to find out their history hmm. right so red flags are, are are going to be if you start working with that individual that they don't answer emails hmm. right hmm. my clients require 24-hour turnaround hmm. so if my clients send me an email yes. i have 24 hours to respond it doesn't mean that the task has to be completed okay. but i need to respond yeah, i need to let them know hey i'm here i see what you want okay right so how are they communicating that's why i said communication is number one that's key hmm. so how they're communicating with you Hmm, and how they're providing those tasks back. How are they completing it? Do you like the way that they are wording their emails to your prospects or clients, right? Hmm. Communication. Communication is key. Yes. It rules the rules nation. Yes. So let's talk about how we transfer that um, responsibility of these requests to the virtual assistant. So let's say I'm busy, I'm working, mm -hmm. I need you to do something for me. Do I shoot you a text, call you, email you? How does that work? How's the flow? I think that's where a lot of people get confused. Like, how do I get them to do what I need them to do? Yeah, that depends on uh, your relationship with your virtual assistant. And that's another thing that's very important. How you communicate with each other mm -hmm. is going to be how you communicate, Absolutely. right? Some of my clients will send me a text, hmm. right? And I, and I get to see it right away. Yeah. Uh, some of them will send me an email. Some of them will pick up the phone because it's too long mm. uh, of a message that they gotcha. don't want to take the time to text that gotcha. or write an email. So it's all in how you communicate best. I don't mind texts, phone calls, emails. I don't mind. I just want the information to get to me. Gotcha. So whatever is easier for them to get to me. Okay. Now, if you have a project, a particular project, and there's certain steps to that project, you want to email that. Hmm. Right. Yeah. Because that's your that that's kind of like your backup. Exactly. Yeah, I did send you this. Exactly. You need <laughs> always need a paper trail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's your any kind of a absolutely. <laughs> I think what happens is a lot of people get apprehensive about hiring a virtual assistant because they're virtual. So it's like I got this person that's taking my money and doing stuff, but I can't see them, touch them uh, or, or manage them. So what, what would you say to help alleviate that that concern for some business owners? Well, that, that's that's pretty much the same as um, your interview process with that individual. You can even do like a let's say that you're thinking about hiring a virtual assistant and you say, well, let me trial this, mm. right? You want to trial it. So maybe you'll do a 90 day trial mm. with okay. that individual. And so, and you were asking like how you're paying them right. and that, that sort of thing. So you're really only creating a contract for 90 days, mm. okay. right? So maybe you want to pay once every month. Okay. Right. Okay. The first month, you want to make sure that they, they, they're they doing the task, right? Gotcha. Now, I'll tell you, and I'll be very honest with you, executive virtual assistants want money up front. Mm. 
because mm-hmm. we think the same way that you all are thinking yeah. about us, yeah, right? So we, we, <laughs> we, before we even do those tasks, we want the money, right? So, um, you know, so again, all of that is going to depend. If you just want to trial with somebody for, let's say you want to give them 10 hours, mm-hmm. right? You pay them for the yeah. 10 hours, okay. right? Uh, it's, it's no different than hiring somebody if you were in a corporate office, it's really no difference because you still have to initiate that paycheck. Right. You still have to do that. Yeah. So it's not the only difference is that we're not in a building with you. Gotcha. So yeah. same task, same thing. So I did a little research. I always not like to give you some sudden impact facts. Okay. Um, Harvard Business Harvard Business Review conducted a survey that showed home based employees completed 13 percent more phone calls than those that actually worked in the office space. Yeah. And so that's why you see a lot of businesses doing virtual, uh, not just assistance, but just employees in general, because Mm -hmm. people tend to be more productive when they're out of the office. Think about it. You don't have the the water cooler talk, the interruptions, all the meetings, um, et cetera, et cetera. So like she said earlier, she gets to focus on her task without really minimal interruptions and uh, Mm -hmm. distractions. So Mm -hmm. keep that in mind when considering, should I get a virtual assistant versus putting someone in my office? Um, they tend to be a lot more effective and productive with their time. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Do, you, do you find that to be true? Yes. <laughs> it is, well, it is true. Hmm. It is true. And, you know, with that review, it's basically a lot of major corporations mm-hmm. are having uh, parts of their division where they're outsourcing mm-hmm. to virtual assistants now because it eliminates that overhead mm-hmm. and they see that they're getting more work done. Absolutely. And you can afford a smaller office space, so lower rent. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, I see my assistant in your chat. Who's your assistant? Imani Harris. Hey, Imani, she's working. She's working hard over there. She (laughs) said, have consistent reviews with your assistant to ensure you're both on the same page and that tasks are being uh, completed. Mm -hmm. So the assistant has an assistant. I find that very ironic. It's cool. It's completely ironic. (laughs) All right. So let's talk about what that onboarding process looks like. So I find one, I interview three. Um, we have some good communication. Now, how do I train you to come into my world and take over so I can go lay on the beach and you work my business and go <laughs> well, secure the bag? <laughs> well, basically, in, in, a, in the onboarding process, I'm actually training you. Really? Yeah. Wow. I'm, yeah. I'm okay. actually training you on how to work with a virtual assistant. Hmm. Right. Because you haven't worked with a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. So you really don't know. Right. And so some of the things that that we find out in the onboarding process are again, your likes and your dislikes. Hmm. Right. How do you want me to end or close my emails? Hmm. Right. Um, What is what what does my signature look like for you in emails? Right. it is so many details, but they're they're they're. Uh, let me use a speaker for example. Okay. Basically, what I do with them is is we talk about the the type of speaking that they do, okay. right? I get all of their their bio information, their introductions, hmm. um, their speaker one sheets, okay. their all of their travel information, their hotel. Uh, uh, preferences, um, the things that they like to eat, the things that they don't like to eat. What are some of their favorite things? Um, I get their their private information, so I can basically 
communicate for them. So I'm more mm -hmm. like a communication liaison for them. Wow. So that's what, why the discovery session is, is so important. And mm -hmm. the onboarding process is so important because we get to talk about those things, the things that I will be handling for them yeah. and all of that documentation, where are we putting all of that documentation? Right. Wow. And, um, is it secured and are they comfortable with it being there? Are they comfortable with me speaking for them? Because I am communication liaison for them, whether it's email or via the phone. So um, that onboarding process is not just a week. That mm. onboarding process can be 90 days to six months, because basically what we're doing is we're becoming acclimated to each other. I know what you don't like. You know what I don't like. We know how to communicate each with each other because the whole thing is about being solution oriented. Mm -hmm. I want to be around a long time with Absolutely. you. So basically, I'm going to become uh, very interested in the things that you like and how you want things done. Gotcha. Everything about that. Every so I can handle every little bitty detail. If you're uh, flying somewhere and mm -hmm. there's an emergency that comes up, I want to be able to handle that. Wow. So right. So that granular into it. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. Yeah. Impressive. Now that's some, that's, that's some VA. That's some VA. That's, that's why it's the difference in VA and executive. executive. Oh. And I'm not putting VAs down. Right. At all, right. because we all started somewhere. Absolutely. But, you but know, I told it, you there was levels. <laughs> yes, there are, there are. Yeah. So we have a great question from the audience. Um, Ms. Um, Elder says, what's the average cost of a virtual assistant? I know it ranges, but what's the what's a ballpark? Oh, Shania. Oh, my Shania. goodness. <laughs> well, that can be OK. Th that, again, depends on the mm -hmm. experience of that virtual assistant. Okay. Right. You can get virtual assistance for fifteen dollars an hour. Hmm. All the way up to 60. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. And you said about 10, 20 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's 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 mm -hmm. big money. That's money. Now. However, <laughs> but see, that's the thing. You don't want to look at it as money, okay. because if you look at it as money, you're always going to miss it. Hmm. What is that investment bringing a return to you look like? What does that return to you look like? Come on, preacher. Right. You've been so, hanging around some coaches. <laughs> no. <laughs> so yeah. what does that investment look like? So yeah. you say it could range from $15 an hour to $60. All the way up to $60, $65 an hour. Wow. Okay. And again, that all depends on what type of service are you looking for? If you're balling, then you need a balling VA. Mm. Simple as that. Gotcha. Birds right? and feather flock if together. Yeah. If you're very professional about your business, you want a very professional virtual mm. assistant. Why do you want to pay less? Why do you want to look at it as it's something less? It's not something less. Hmm. We're experienced. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So. So it's like you said earlier, though, you have to invest in your business. Absolutely. So if you want someone to take over these tasks so that you can make more money, you got to yeah. spend a little bit of money. Yeah. yeah. So thank you for putting that up there. My says 15 to 60. Oh, we got Miss Karan Washington. She says, great nugget, invest versus money. Yes, okay. absolutely. I think Karan might need a virtual assistant one day. She's growing and blowing right there. Hey, Karan. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us, um, should you find a virtual assistant that has a niche or someone that's a generalist? Because ah, I, That's um, a good one. Thank you. I try. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. I, you know, one of the things that, that I'm teaching mm -hmm. 
uh, is that a virtual assistant should learn how to niche, mm. right? It doesn't mean that you don't accept other gigs, mm -hmm. right? But if you niche, then you get more experience in that area, Absolutely. right? That virtual assistant will get more experience by the different people that she's working with. So then that adds to her skills. Yeah. So like for me, I am an, an executive virtual assistant to authors and speakers. That's my niche. That's your niche. Right? Riches in the niches. <laughs> However, I have other clients that are not speakers or authors, but gotcha. but my primary focus, speakers and authors, because mm. I know a lot about their needs. Gotcha. And yeah. then you can get ingrained in exactly what it is they need. Yes. So you can really just kind of move with second nature. Absolutely. Um, and make sure that their business is running um, yeah. smoothly. So Keep that in mind when looking for a virtual assistant, mm -hmm. riches are niches. So if they are ingrained in your business, they know the nature of it, your needs, the documents, um, how to put out certain fires and things like that versus you getting someone that has no idea how your industry works. And now it's like, okay, yeah. not only do I got to train you to run my business, but I got to train you about my my industry yes. and all the different nuances that are yes. involved in it. So yeah, yeah, be sure to keep that in mind when hiring someone. What are some other things we should look out for when hiring a virtual assistant? Well, you when you talked about niche, mm -hmm. A lot of us now, businesses now are focusing on their ideal client. Mm -hmm. Their target right? market, yeah. Yeah. So the I, ideal target market uh, is 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 basically something that you're niching yourself. You're, you're you're creating this niche around the type of people that you want to service. Mm -hmm. right. right. So a virtual assistant needs to know what that means hmm. in order for her to be able to serve you. She needs to know what that means when it comes to your business, hmm. right? You don't just hire a virtual assistant to do certain tasks. Does she know anything about you? Hmm. Right. Does she know anything about the things that you like to do? Like I know you're a Facebook master. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Facebook master. I know that. Yeah. Right. So if, if I want to work with you, then I need to study you. Yes. I need to look at what it is that you're doing so I know how to look at your competition, mm. you know, how to focus on how you can level up as well in your business by some suggestions. Because some of the things that we do, we also brainstorm with you mm. on projects and, you know, go back and forth, back and forth. What is going to work? Wow. You know, if I see something and I bring it to you and say, hey. What do you think about adding this? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So you're really yeah. a part of the team helping us yes, grow, develop, absolutely. brainstorm, all of the above. Wow. Yeah. So knowing things about you mm -hmm. is very important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So make sure your VA knows not just your business, the industry, but you as an individual. Absolutely. Because that way you all can sync better and just like Voltron connect and take over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are coming to the um, end of this wonderful interview. I think a lot of good content has been shared here. I've had a lot if, of fun. If y'all uh, feel like she's done a good job, be sure to put some comments below and be sure to check her out at um, her website, astroginabaker.com. Mm -hmm. um, but let us know if you have any questions. But on the last note, tell us, you know, what should the next step for business owners who are watching? What should they do right now in their business as far as getting ready for a virtual assistant? I think that what I would say is that look at your business, right? Mm -hmm. What areas in your business are lacking, right? What do you what do you really need help with? What is it something that you can let go of? You know, what a lot of entrepreneurs do is they get very kind of protective of their businesses and they don't want to let go of anything. What is it that you can let go mm. that you can focus more on and have your virtual assistant 
focus on to help you bring even more revenue into your business. So that's the thing. I would look at that first. Write those 10 things down that you could really let go mm. and find out if that's something that you can outsource. Study outsourcing and see the value of what outsourcing means. Absolutely. Absolutely. So great. So start with the 10 things that you can let go in, in your mm -hmm. business that aren't making you money. Absolutely. And that's where you can start. Yeah. We got a great question from the uh, audience, Ms. Griffin. Um, thank you for always watching and tuning in. For a small business, can they hire a virtual assistant on a part-time or as-needed basis until they grow? Absolutely. Hmm. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Because basically what she's talking about, Ms. Griffin, what she's talking about is having someone, she's bringing somebody into her team. Mm -hmm. Right. But at the same time, her business is growing. Mm -hmm. It's leveling up. Yeah. Right? right. So as her business levels up, so will that virtual assistant because more mm -hmm. tasks will come on. So it all depends on the virtual assistant. Is she ready to get in there with you? Does she see mm -hmm. the potential of your business growth and she wants to hang in there with you? Absolutely. Absolutely. Great question. Y'all got some more questions. Put them in here because um, the, <laughs> the next time you talk to her, the, the invoice might not be free. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so great, great. Um, so let's tell everyone where they can find you. They can go to askreginabaker.com. Yes. And if they want to schedule a call with you, maybe learn more about your services, they can find all that information. On askreginabaker.com. Gotcha. Absolutely. Gotcha. And if you are looking to grow your virtual assistant business and help other speakers, um, go to svaa.rocks. And that's a free Facebook group. Yes. And what she'll do is um, help you get your business to the next level, helping speakers. Real yes. quick, I want to talk to you about that. You said you help speakers get their business to the next level. So do you help them find speaking opportunities and things like that? Or what, what does that look like? That depends on how long I've worked with a speaker. Okay. Right. Like for Crystal. Mm hmm for John, for my various clients, mm -hmm. then I can I can actually go out and look for gigs for them. Wow. I can actually research that for them simply because I now know mm -hmm. who they are, yeah. what they do, mm. what their speaking topic is, gotcha. where they like to be, right? Yeah. And so I can do that. I don't I don't really do that in the genesis of just hiring somebody just hire me to do that yeah. because I'm not a sales. Gotcha. That's, that's not my thing, gotcha. but I can do that inside of the business uh, that I've been working with someone for a period of time. Really? Yeah, because okay. then it's it's easy for me to do that yeah. because remember, I can now speak for them. Gotcha. Right? Gotcha. I like yeah. that. She's killing it over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got some uh, great feedback for you. Outstanding info for entrepreneurs. This is assisting me as a business owner, PR campaign, project manager for admin services for my clients. Thanks. So. You're Look welcome. at you adding value to the world. <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to learn more also about, um, I believe she can help you find a virtual assistant over at blackvirtualassistance.com. Yes. So she can bless you if you can't afford her invoice, but, she, <laughs> but she's worth it though. She's worth it though. So go to that website, blackvirtualassistance.com. And as always, we want to thank our show sponsors, um, Growthly Podcast Studios and Designs by Shamir. If you like the yes. graphics and websites and everything, um, Shamir Norris has designed that. Um, so Shamir, go ahead and type your, your um, website in there. I forgot to put it in there. But we want to thank you all for tuning in. Mm -hmm. um, real quick, tell them one unique fact about you that no one would ever guess about Regina. I would say that my favorite movie is Meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black. That's your favorite movie. <laughs> That's my favorite. And the reason is because uh -huh. 
that Brad movie. It, well, no, it's not really so much. Well, yeah, Brad Pitt, but it's not really so much that. It's the fact that it's 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 about the the angel of death that comes to take Anthony Hopkins away, mm, right? Okay. And the fact that that we get to see this angel that has never experienced what it feels like to be in a body, right? Mm. And so at the same time, there was love shown to mm. this angel. Okay. And so when that angel, well, the spirit of death had to leave, mm -hmm. then he actually knew what it meant to love. So that's my favorite. That's my favorite movie. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good yeah. to know. Good to know. And I don't like seafood. <gasps> you don't like seafood. I don't like seafood. <laughs> I don't like it. You must have upset God somehow. <laughs> don't like shrimp. Oh, man. So, so we're going to end on that note. <laughs> This is not of God. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to find more about <laughs> Regina, go to AskRegenaBaker.com. And as always, if you need any information from me and you want to learn about how to grow your uh, business, you can schedule a call with me. I'm going to put the website in there right now, discoverycall.gr8.com. I can help you with your marketing, Facebook ads, strategy, uh, Facebook mastery, all of the above. Yeah. So that's my niche. And I love to help you and bless you. So Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next Thursday, 12 p.m. Central Standard Time. Y'all have a blessed one. And don't forget to share bye -bye. this video. Bye-bye.